what is up glow bitches hello this is our um, aggressive intro and we're gonna dive straight into the depths of the armpit of hell that we've <laughs> experienced in the last two weeks because i didn't record last week or i mean we didn't record last week because i had other things to do um but yeah, I feel like my whole two weeks has been some sort of, uh, I don't even know what to call it, uh, enlighten enlightenment moment? Would I call it that? I mean, it's more just like realization of how much I'm still not living in my body. Like, you know how they're always saying, oh, you need to live in the present moment and I have done many years of quote unquote healing work and I do feel like I am living in the present moment. I am feeling really good. But when I have all these goals that I'm struggling to attain and I'm not saying big goals, I'm saying like, I just want to wake up every day and be able to go brush my teeth and like wash my face without it being a chore. Or I want to work out three times a not even every day. I reduced it to only three times a week and I'm struggling to do that. And I'm like, do I just suck? Is that, is that just who I am? But ultimately I have come to realize that it is uh, just a matter of me needing to continue the work with my healing, the trauma, healing my subconscious. And that takes a lot of um being kind to myself and I don't know if Jacqueline can speak to this as well but I know for sure I am not living in my body if anything I dis dissociate a lot I feel like it's so interesting because I feel like we talk about this a lot where the healing journey is always revealing another layer because I feel like we've talked about this before where we were like meditating or having these kind of spiritual routines. They're not going to solve the actual problem if we're not dealing with the, the problem itself. So it's kind of funny. Like, I feel like we, we kind of continue on this route of just like going deeper and like revealing another layer. And I totally understand what you mean about like disassociating from your body or just not feeling safe because I was telling you about this like earlier about how you know since I started my new part-time job I feel like the work itself is like something I enjoy and it's not like it, it's it's not stressful in itself but because my my trauma brain feels so unsafe in my body I'm like making it more stressful than it needs to be. But I'm like, if I were just in a calm state, I feel like this would like everything I'm doing is so straightforward. And I'm like, it could actually be so chill and calm if my body just calmed down. You know what I mean? Which is so like frustrating because every time I do the work, I feel like I'm there. I'm like, oh, I'm golden. I don't feel stressed. Like I'm, I'm healed. Like I'm good because I, you know, I do level up. I have leveled up, let's say at work where a lot of the things that stressed me out before doesn't, doesn't really phase me anymore. I'm able to tackle it head on. I'm not, um, how would I like 
being scared of the task in front of me. And let's say for my health, like I do feel more energetic and I do feel like I am making healthier choices, but then it's just funny that, like you said, how it's like, I was going to say onions, like there's layers. And every time I feel like I've healed and I've done the work, the universe is like, here you go. Here's another layer. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like I've regressed to what happened. And I'm just, yeah, it really hit me hard the last two weeks. And I feel like it's one of those situations where I finally have come to accept that it's not my fitness routine. It's not my work. It's not anything else aside from my subconscious and how I'm feeling within you know I feel like what we're talking about is like exactly what I was just reading in like Louise Hayes book the power is within you and she was talking about exactly this how it's like a practice you know in her book she's talking a lot about our self-talk and how to really be aware of like what we are saying to ourselves, like whether it's negative or positive. And I love how she says that it's all a practice because it's not about being perfect. Like there's no, I think this is part of like my trauma too, like trying to seek this like idealized, like perfect version of everything, which doesn't exist. And she's like, it's just a practice. So it's like, whenever you catch yourself kind of going back to old habits, you know, be kind to yourself, like you're saying, show love to yourself and just be like, no, thank you to like the negative thought or whatever. And then, and then carry on. You know, I honestly thought you said, have a good thought and then be like, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) What's the negative thoughts come up? I feel like we, we used to talk about this a lot, but I just kind of forgot, you know, but when the negative thoughts come up, we don't always have to like, hold on to them and accept them just be like no thank you (laughs) I I think it's because you said it's a practice Mm. and every time we think the student has become the master that is never the case and like we just start neglecting all of the stuff that we were doing that has been making us feel good you know like we were you know we're quieting down we're journaling we're I don't know being mindful whatever whatever it is And we're like, oh man, we feel so good. Like we've healed, but it turns out that we haven't healed. It's just that we need to keep the practice going. And yes, maybe one day we'll have to do it less frequently, but I feel like a lot of our practice, because I think we're such extreme people, it has been a little bit of like the one and done. And we just keep circling back to it and we keep reminding each other like, oh, fuck, you know, we have to heal. And it's like, oh, shit, you know, and then we read books and whatever. But I I think like, I don't know, now that I'm talking about it, I just feel like maybe it's just we need to just do it more often. Maybe not not like binge, like, you know how we binge, like, I'm going to read five books and then I'm not going to read anything for like six months. But I think maybe we have to force ourselves to make it into like every day we read a page yeah and I think it's about slower living like I don't feel like the goal is to be this healed like perfectly healed version of us I think it's about like enjoying the process and enjoying 
the journey of life I feel like that's been my biggest lesson because because life is always going to be like this right like it's always going to be these challenges coming up you know something might go wrong time to time we're going to have emotions we're going to feel angry we're going to feel sad but it's like I feel like we do have more tools now, you know, learning all the stuff that we have to be like, okay, what do we need to do to kind of like get ourselves back to like that, that joyful, happy state? Which I completely agree with you, but my biggest struggle is that I don't know how it just, like, I know everything's a journey. I know everything is like, I'm here to appreciate it as we move along but somehow I guess I just dissociate or I go into that fight or fight mode and it it just shuts down and I like I struggle to even do the things that I enjoy do you know what I mean like all of a sudden I find myself why am I in bed every day like 6 p.m to 10 30 I'm just laying there unable to enjoy or do anything like I can't cook I don't want to get up I don't want to stretch I don't want to do anything and then I'll fall asleep 10 30 wake up at 6 a.m and then again same thing I'm just laying there like I'm like oh it's too early to get up I don't want to do anything and and then suddenly it just becomes this like 10 day um not binge but it's just 10 days in a row where that will happen And then all of a sudden I like snap out of it and I'm like, I can't do this to myself anymore, you know? And that's like kind of like the biggest thing that I'm struggling with. I totally get that. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it's also this balance because I think when we ever get in those states, like what I'm learning is to be more accepting of it because it's like maybe your body needs to go through that right now and when the time is right the thing is going to be revealed like especially now you're saying like oh you need to get out of it like you're feeling that kind of urge so what I'm seeing is like okay like your body is kind of telling you okay now is the time to like start moving forward and maybe like more things are going to be revealed to you but I don't know honestly it's it's hard like I don't feel like I'm someone to give advice on this because I don't really have a solution but I think it's just about being gentle with yourself when you are kind of in those down states you know I know (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I know I'm just being stubborn, I guess. Like, I'm always wanting to be, let's say, at level 10, but I'm only at level 2. And I'm constantly like, why am I not at level 10 yet? And my body's literally like, because we're at level 2, we, you know, we can't get to level 10 that quickly. We have to do 3. We have to do 4. And so I think that like you said, just accepting myself, which probably is the work that I need to do. And that's just what I'm struggling with. It's just accepting where I'm at right now. But I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm just going to take your advice and just not do anything <laughs> until my body's like okay let me, okay let me read this passage like from the powers within you by louise hay because this literally i feel like 
changed me today in a very quick moment. And okay, I'm just going to read it because I feel like it'll make more sense once I say it. Because, because okay, little background. I've been having like a headache for like the last few days. It's been very annoying. And I was kind of like relating it to the Aries full moon that is coming up tomorrow. And I feel like that's probably why we're both feeling like a lot of these things, these healing things come up. And then I read this and then my headache literally like eased up after reading it. I was like, what the fuck? I'm shook right now. So (laughs) let me read this. She says, if you say... I don't want to be sick anymore. The subconscious mind hears sick more. You have to tell it clearly what you do want. That is, say, I am feeling wonderfully well. I radiate good health. And it goes on to a little bit more. She says, the subconscious mind is very straightforward. It has no strategy or designs. What it hears is what it does. If you say, I hate this car, It doesn't give you a wonderful new car because it doesn't know what you want. Even if you get a new car, you will probably hate it soon because that is what you have been saying about it. The subconscious only hears hate this car. You need to clearly declare your desires in a positive way as in I have a beautiful new car that suits all my needs. I love this example. I feel like Louise Hay talks about cars a lot for some reason but it makes a lot of sense. But I think... I don't know if you can relate to this, but the part where she says, like, I don't want to be sick anymore. I caught myself kind of being in that, like, for so long, being like, I don't want to be sick anymore. I don't want to be sick anymore. But it wasn't changing my situation. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to switch my wording. I just need to stop kind of saying those words and be like, I radiate good health. And I think this is where the challenge comes in, because sometimes I get in a mode of, like toxic positivity because because I'm like neglecting the emotions but I'm finding this balance where it's like how do I allow myself to feel the emotions but also like actively changing my thoughts to something more positive yeah I definitely understand where you're coming from because you know we we don't want to How do I say it? We don't want to ignore, you know, maybe our intuition. That's like, no, no, we need to, you know, process something before we can like continue with this affirmation. Um, But I find for myself, I feel like so much resistance to it. I find so much resistance and to me saying like, oh, I'm wealthy because it's so hard for me to connect those. And I know that's the whole point of affirmations. You say it until you believe it. Um, And again, I, I guess it's just part of the work, you know, it's, it's all this work that I thought I did. And for some reason I thought I have overcome and I'm like, Oh yeah, I say affirmations all the time. I'm great, which I do, but only the ones that I kind of believe. And things that are so left field, like, oh, I'm fucking healthy as shit. Okay, well, no, because <laughs> because the universe is going to be like fucking shit. Okay. Um, but I'm wonderfully well. Um, I'm wonderfully fit or whatever. Like, I just struggle with that. And I don't know if it's because of the Aries moon with my 12th house. And my 12th house is, you know, all that deep, dark inner stuff. And it's just really like 
illuminating it for me right now because I feel like Eeyore. I just feel so depressed and not depressed, but just negative and not able to have that sad optimism that I normally have, which I find very interesting right now. It's just a very dark time for me. Clara, the dark ages. I get it, though. I do feel like it is very much related to the Aries full moon coming up and how it's highlighting your Aries 12th house. Like, being a Pisces, like, I am the 12th house life. You know, it's like <laughs> depression central over here. So I get it. Like, it's, I think it is about allowing yourself to just feel through those times. And I know how much it sucks when you're, like, in it because you don't see like the light at the end of the tunnel or you don't see what's on the other side but just like if I can say being a Pisces sun you know 12th house energy I feel like it's always like it's always these ups and downs in life as much like as as cliche as that sounds but sometimes you need to like ride the low and then eventually when the timing is right the high will come but it's always like because we're so fucking impatient you know what I mean and it's like you're finally there like I know that you in that high and that optimism before so just be gentle with yourself <laughs> so are you saying that Pisces people are just constant hot messes <laughs> yes because <laughs> I'm just not used to that like I feel I, like I because feel like I'm that. so happy go lucky all the time I'm like whatever like good things come and then when I have a slump like this, I'm like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? Snap out of it. And yeah, I'm sure probably by next week, I'm going to be back to my usual self. But yeah, this has definitely been a journey. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel like, well, I feel like it's good that you're sharing about this because I feel like we do need to normalize like, not feeling our best all the time because I think I don't know Pisces is like such a weird energy because like that Neptune energy I feel like I do have this optimism this like idealization being very positive but since Pisces rules the 12th house it's so complicated there's all these dark emotions and like shadows and just like unexplainable things so yeah I don't know 12th house energy is very very complicated so I think it it makes sense that you were going through this and hang in there because the full moon is coming at 2 a.m tonight <laughs> maybe that will be my height of the Eeyore moment that I'm having but speaking of emotions I do find a lot where people like you know just from me noticing things around me that people are they don't like emotions. You know, I saw something the other day where it was, like, oh, pardon me for my emotions. And then they'll blame it on, you know, whatever bad day that I'm like, emotions are beautiful, man. Just feel them. And maybe this is advice I need to give myself, but <laughs> just wallow. Like, it's amazing that we get to wallow because that means a better day is literally around the corner. Yes, just fucking feel. <laughs> oh, and I'm, I was, I'm reminded by my coworker. I think I told you that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I told you this. Where he's like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "Crying's amazing." I was like, "I feel I'm so stressed. Crying helps me release it." He's like, "No, 
don't cry. Crying's bad for you. I was like, no, cry. Crying is the best. It's the best thing you could ever do for yourself. And it was just really funny because he was just very physically uncomfortable with me crying. And I'm just like, man. Meanwhile, I'm crying and I'm like, man, this is like the best time of my life. Like, I love crying. I'm glad I get to cry because I have been so emotionally constipated before. And it's just hilarious that it people can be so uncomfortable with emotions. And I'm like, no, feel everything. Feel it all. Yeah, like, I appreciate like- it. Well, I actually think that through our relationship, it's helped me be more okay with crying too. Because this is so, it's just so weird. Being a water sign, I feel like I love emotions. I'm all here for it. But even as we're talking about this now, I can feel my like subconscious mind or my trauma brain, like getting the ick about like emotions, (laughs) which I think is such a contradictory thing because like, I always say as a Pisces, I love emotions. Like I want to, I want to feel the feels. I want to go through that with the people in my life. I want you to show me your emotions, but then my trauma brain is like, ew, emotions. <laughs> <laughs> ew, ew, don't. What would you say is the emotion that like gives you the biggest ick? Like you just, you just cringe. You're like, I cannot, I do not want to experience this right now. I think it's sadness or like, like, like sadness and like depression, any uh-huh. type of, I guess, quote unquote, you could say it's negative, but I don't like to categorize emotions as negative or positive, but anything that's a bit low, cause I don't know what it is. Like, I do feel like I have this kind of toxic positivity sometimes where I'm like, I don't want to hear about the negative or like. I struggle with this because knowing what I know, like from Louise Hay and affirmations and like positive self-talk, I think I'm scared that if I'm sharing something negative with someone, or if someone is sharing something depressing and sad to me, that we're going to stay stuck there and we're not going to get over it. And we're not going to go back to like a, like a joyful, happy, positive state. And I think that's why I'm so, I get the ick whenever someone's like going through a negative time or even when I'm going through a negative time I'm like I don't want to talk about it but then that's that's the suppression and then that's what causes it to be prolonged and stuck (laughs) I think I'm so Capricorn that I like live in depression I love it I'm like yeah give me all this sadness and you know I I don't know what like wallowing like very Eeyore again we're back to Eeyore um, I have an ear onesie, by the way. I'm totally gonna wear it for Halloween. <laughs> but I went off track here. But I love that. I think the biggest emotion that gives me like, like the ultimate ick, like absolute, makes me jump out of my skin, is shame. Mm. When I think of something embarrassing, like I had a foot in mouth moment, or you know, I, I don't know, slipped or something like. It makes me like if I had my eyes closed, it like my eyes rip open and I'm just like jolted because I'm like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Like it is the most terrifying feeling for me. Actually, I feel like my definition of like the ick is like, I don't know, because when you say that I can relate so much like shame, 
is definitely a very deep rooted emotional trauma thing that I've been learning to overcome too. I think it's more so like, I feel like it's, it's, it's the timeline that I set for myself on how long I'm allowed to experience these emotions. And if someone is going through like sadness or depression for, for too long, in my opinion, then I get the ick. It's the Mars energy. I'm like, hurry up, get over it. But that's like exactly avoidance and like not healing. <laughs> I love how you say that because earlier your advice to me was like feel as long as you need to feel except when it's too long then it's unacceptable <laughs> I know my fucking brain I need to take my own advice I know in my mind I'm like feel it all but not for too long <laughs> it's like feeling it all but it's like you're trying to I don't know squeeze let's say all the contents out of a container and you're just like like ketchup out of a bottle and you're just squeezing it so hard and you're like everything needs to come out now but it can only come out that little tiny hole like it takes time but you can't squeeze everything out in one second because it everything's being squirted out of that little nipple so you know we I think it's just like how do I say it we can't rush we can't rush we just can't rush. <laughs> we can't rush. But I feel like I'm not fully accepting that yet. <laughs> but yeah. I'll get there. And I'm like that too, except mine is like, I can't, I I just want to, I want to get there. And I know it takes time and I'm not trying to feel everything all at once. I understand it's going to come in waves. But at the same time, every time I hit a new wave, I'm frustrated because I'm like, God damn it. Why am I in another wave? You know, like it's this is such a whirlwind. A thought just came up for me and I don't know if you will relate to this, but I was thinking it's also because of my trauma of in the past, I felt like I would stay in situations that weren't serving me for longer than necessary because I had this this very persistent, stubborn mindset, you could call it loyal, whatever, maybe it's all my fixed signs, like staying in job environments or relationships that at the end of the day, weren't aligned with me. So I think now I have this fear of like, oh my God, if something doesn't change quickly, I'm going to like be stuck in it again, which I think isn't the right mindset because now that situations are more aligned for me relationships are more aligned it's about how to like navigate them instead of being like I need to piece the fuck out right now just because there's a bit of conflict or something yeah I totally know what you mean and witnessing you firsthand go through a terrible long-term relationship and seeing you stay with a job that wasn't in alignment with you and you're just like, oh, it's okay. I'll just hold on a little bit longer. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of there. What are you doing? Um, I totally see what you mean. Now you're like, oh my God, am I staying too long? Is it, has it been too long? You know, should I leave? And then now we all think you're crazy because you're, we're like, give it a chance. <laughs> so I, yeah, I, and I feel like I'm in this weird state where I'm also like, I, I too have stayed in 
you know, things that aren't good for me. But it wasn't as intense as yours, I guess I would say. Mine was like very, very chill. And it's almost like I'm looking for drama because mm. I'm I'm constantly like, okay, this has been very peaceful. And I'm just trying to look for drama and trying to find that um, like adrenaline rush every day. Whereas like, I, I don't need to do that. Like mm. I need to just be safe in um in relationships that are good for me whether it's work relationships or my like you know date dating life and just to stop creating all that chaos because I think I do do that I just as you were saying that I feel like I just came up with a theory (laughs) right now And it's that because both of us are so Mars energy, right? Like you have Mars in your first house. Mars is my karmic planet, whatever the fuck. Like, I feel like Mars, the the shadow side is the chaos, the drama, the the falling apart, the conflict, whatever, right? But the the evolved side of Mars is excitement, is passion. So maybe it's not that or maybe you think that your body right now is searching for that chaos but how to channel it in a way where it's like there's something to look forward to there's excitement because mars is also very like goal oriented and focused and i do feel for myself at least whenever i don't have something to look forward to whenever there's no passion and no excitement i'm like whittling away you know yeah so I'm like, like that how, too. how to channel that in a different way now. Yeah. Cause I feel like I tend to look for extremes. Right. So my excitement would have been like, if I quit a job and I get a new one, like, Ooh, so exciting. Where am I going to work next? Whereas it maybe it should be a different thing. Like, Ooh, it's so exciting. I healed <laughs> like, doing yoga is very exciting or whatever like trying to channel that into healthier things or like oh where can I take my boyfriend out like you know what new adventure can I find rather than it's always the same like oh the excitement of buying a new shoe or whatever like that no longer excites me if anything that stresses me out I don't need 20 pairs of shoes like I mean that's just me and being able to channel that um into a different I don't know why I it's not even mercury retrograde <laughs> I've been struggling to have words the whole week I'll I keep t- making typos and stuff in my emails too it's crazy but um yeah I just feel like being able to channel that energy into something different is really beneficial for me right now yeah I feel like uh, this is like where I can't really give advice on this because I'm such an extremist, but I feel like there's like this balance between like trying new things in life. Like Mars is also rules Aries, right? And Aries is always about like initiating, doing new things. And I can relate very much to like how you said, quit a job, start a new one. That's so exciting. I live for that. I live for that type of feeling. But now maybe this is because Aries is my ninth house. I'm like, oh, I can look forward to like traveling, uh, like going on trips or whatever. Like that's something that kind of gives me a push and be like, oh, like, like 
I love my job, you know, I enjoy earning income because I can, I can make money to, to do these things, to travel and experience all these things. But I can also see that because being so extremist, like, I don't also want it to be just an escapism thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and like place everything on like travel, but I'm not there right now. So let's just enjoy this new excitement for now. Yeah. And I think, you know, bringing affirmations back into, you know, our discussion, it's, I'm, I'm happy that I have things to be excited for, even if they're not um, toxic for me. <laughs> Just being able to find excitement in everyday things, excitement in my everyday life, rather than always waiting to build up to some like, intense extreme moment which is not healthy for me at all yeah and I think there I don't know like people always say like we 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 like novelty as humans so I feel like trying new things you know doing new things even it could be something small I don't know like cooking a new food eating a new food whatever I feel like that is something that we need as humans in order to keep enjoying. Like how they say, like, you know, relationships get, get boring if you just do the same thing all the time. It's like you, you want to try new things with your relationships and stuff like that. So maybe that's what we need to keep in mind more. So maybe today when we see our boyfriends, we should just slap them. <laughs> it's a new thing. <laughs> no (laughs) we're just like "Ah, what happened I don't know I'm trying a new thing but I I know what you mean and I agree with you and it's it's finding that mental I don't know how to say it. it it feels like a chore to me maybe because I am in that phase of rest right now so thinking of trying a new thing feels like a literal chore so I mean I totally you know what? I never understood why people could just sit and loaf. And I'm like, how, why don't you try new things? Why aren't you doing things with your life? But now that I'm kind of in this healing phase, I really understand. Like Mm. it, you're just wiped out. Like you're, it's not that you can't go do new things. It's like, you know, that you're better off resting than forcing yourself to do a new thing. Oh my God, I totally get that. It almost sounds like just like a personal karmic lesson for you to just like rest right now. Cause I can, I can relate to that so much. Like I used to, before I experienced things in life, like when I was much younger, I would always be like, why don't people just exercise and like feel better? Cause I was so in that mindset, like just like so masculine and be like, just exercise. I'll, I'll heal all your problems. But, you know, going through my bedridden years of my life now, I'm like, okay, like, sometimes you just got to rest or sometimes you just got to go through certain parts of your life where it's winter. Like, we were talking about this recently, how, like, we go through seasons and not every season can be spring where we're blooming. And sometimes we go through fucking long winters. Like, I feel like I went through, like, five years of winter (laughs) and like I'm kind of creeping up again but yeah it sounds like you just need to rest and allow the endings especially with the 12th house like it's all about endings 
secret inner stuff, mental health, you know? Yeah. When I, you know, start thinking about kind of like my track record for the last decade, let's say, I think I've only been living in spring and summer. I'm not even sure I had a fall. It was just spring, summer, spring, summer, spring, summer. It was me working and going to school. And then I decide I don't want to take, I don't want to go to school. And then it'll just be me working. But then it'll be me working and then trying to do some other project or like trying to work out every day or whatever. And then it would be me burning out and going like, nope, I don't want to do this stuff anymore. And then I'm going to go back to school. Like it's that pattern where I'm like, oh, maybe it's because I don't like my job or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to school, go to school hate school and then go back to my oh maybe it's just because I need to work out and love my body you know like it's this vicious pattern and it's always spring and summer whereas spring is I'm planting the seeds I'm like doing something taking initiative summer is me taking action and I never fall and I never winter because I never take a break up until maybe I don't even know like COVID where we were forced to take breaks (laughs) And even then my mind kept thinking like, oh, how do I make money? How do I do this? How do I do that? And I really feel like only this year have I really just let myself eat whatever I want, exercise when I feel like it. And as of the last week, I have just laid in bed when I needed to, which is most of the week. Yes. And I think, yeah, that's allowed. It's time to winter. I think because you had the three winters straight, three years of winter or whatever, like straight, that maybe I'm just not willing to accept. Like, I'm scared that mine's going to be the same way or something. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to be in bed every day for God knows how long. And it just feels like it's never going to end. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I feel like it's just acceptance. And I don't know, everyone's journey is different. So who knows what your journey is going to be like. And I definitely do catch myself like still struggling with that now, because now that I have more energy again to do things, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't like I want to lay in bed all day, but then I'm like resisting it. And then it, it prolongs like the period of like me not resting fully. But I think having, I don't know, like recently having a bit more of a schedule, like where I need to like go to work and stuff. So I know like I'll have like a day off. I'm like today I need to rest or else I'm going to be exhausted tomorrow. Kind of helps me get into that. Not saying it's really like perfect because sometimes I still don't rest and then it, it ends up like more burnout, whatever. But I guess this is just the karmic lesson of life. It is definitely a karmic lesson. I feel like learning how to rest is just as important as learning how to like maybe like be more mindful of yourself because a lot of people just don't rest. I mean, myself included, like I've lived many years of my life not resting and it's like, you don't even know what to do. Like You don't even know what rest means. I don't know if you feel that way, but I like, I don't know what it means to rest. Resting doesn't mean. Yeah, sorry. 
No, I was going to say, I think for me, at least, it's because there's so much generational trauma passed down. And like, I feel like my parents are constantly like in that mindset of have to be productive, have to be productive, even if it's subconscious. Like, I don't really necessarily feel like it was always explicitly said like that to me. But growing up in that environment, I feel very much like the Asian culture is all about productivity. So it's it's kind of like lingering. And like, I feel like that's why it's so it's a challenge to break that cycle, being the cycle breakers that we are. But it's been passed down for so many generations. You know, like you have to work, you have to get up, you have to do things or whatever that we just don't know how to rest. Yeah, I don't know if mine's generational because I feel like my family's pretty chill. But I do feel like I was journaling this morning, actually, and I do feel like I'm a disappointment if I don't, like, push myself or, like, you know, if I don't put in the work where, let's say, for example, oh, I still have energy, I might as well do all of the dishes because you don't want someone coming home and judging your kitchen or like if I can push a little bit more then like my family won't be I guess ashamed of me or like think poorly of me just because like I should be doing like my best all all the time and I feel like because of my abandonment wounds I always feel like I have to perform Mm. my life is a performance I'm like a sad clown that makes sense like a like I guess it comes back to that fear of being judged fear of people seeing us a certain way which is so funny because I'm so outspoken and like I don't care but maybe that is a mask for me actually caring and it's just like if I make a clown of myself then nobody can make fun of me Mm, that makes sense like it's like kind of an overcompensation because you don't want to be hurt first yeah and I wonder if that's the case I don't know it's it's I'm still exploring that and I I do feel like my innate self is very clowny like I just I yes I love um laughing making people laugh make doing jokes or whatever but at some point I'm like, am I being too Chandler? Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like at some point, am I just overdoing it? And like, I just need to be more vulnerable or I'm okay. I don't know. I can't tell. Yeah, I guess it. It's, balance is such a hard thing because I get what you're saying. Because, well, I think it's... Uh, the fire energy the sag energy that is what I love about sag energy like it's like fun light clowny but but it's about balancing right the other side being more vulnerable and like how to also have that without losing the fun side yeah and I like I said (laughs) this whole episode is about doing the work i swear to god do the work people learn learn who you are because it's so important it's just a big it's a big freaking journey right now and i'm definitely feeling this 12th house 
Eeyore shit. And enough. Enough of it. Let's ask stupid questions to each other instead. No, that's good. Well, next week, we'll see how we're feeling when the Aries <laughs> full moon is over. We could be in a totally different state. I feel like with my Cancer South node, and maybe you were like this too, like my emotions can shift very quickly as much as sometimes I'm in depression for a very long time. But then sometimes I'll be like, very quick shift. I'm a new person. Yeah, I'm like that all the time. Like, I'll hang up and probably lay down for five minutes and I'll be like, oh, I'm great now. (laughs) Probably because we got to like let it out of the system. But Cancer South Node is a very interesting beast. Because I I swear to God, I always feel like I just want to be taken care of. I just want like love. But then my Capricorn North Node, it's like, no, bitch. Like, you don't need that shit. Well, I mean, like, we do need the love, but not in that babyish like cancer way sorry cancer signs but not sorry because you guys are annoying (laughs) i know what you mean though it's such a struggle i feel like the the south node north node is like the biggest challenge to me well it's so hard to say because i also have cancer chiron Mm. so cancer is literally like the bane of my existence because it's both the Chiron South Node, like it's like everything that's karmic and makes me ick. But also what I love at the same time. So it's hard because it's like what I crave, but I also like need to move away from it and like not be that yeah person. Yeah. Well, I don't think we're supposed to neglect our South Node completely. It's about like how to balance it how to use the evolved traits of cancer and balance it with the capricorn so if you had to use one sound effect for the astrology signs so cancer yeah what would the (laughs) other signs be we should go in order okay okay we'll start order as in like the proper order like starting with aries or order in like the year order aries aries okay Raw. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, Taurus would be like. I feel like Taurus would be like a song, like a symphony, like the harp. <laughs> it's not a bird. Taurus probably for me like uh like huh. Venus energy like a butterfly uh, like garden. Huh. Jim and I would be like black. 100%. Blah. Okay. Gemini. I just said that. Wait, what? That's Gemini? Gemini's blah. Because oh. they're always like blah, 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 blah. I feel like Gemini is the bird. Like a quick like. <laughs> That's the sound I imagine. <laughs> and then for me, Cancer, what was it? What did I say it was? Blah. Blah. Ah. Dying all the time. Leo is like, Hello. <laughs> I don't even know. I couldn't even think of anything really. But that sounds about right. Hello. Oh, it got cut off for some reason. Oh. Virgo is like, huh. Virgo is like the typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. 
I'm just thinking of all these random stupid Libra. I don't know, like cha-ching. I don't know. They love to spend money. Something. I feel like a like a like a very like a song, like. Da da da. <laughs> oh my god, Libra is just your generic iPhone ringtone. <laughs> a Scorpio would be like. I don't know. It would just be an asterisk and it would just say intensity with intensity. A, another asterisk. I could see that. Sag. Sag. Like clown noises? Hmm? <laughs> what, is, what kind of noise does a clown make? I don't know. <laughs> like that horn? The no- <laughs> oh, like the nose. Beep, burp, burp, burp. Capricorn would be the cash register. Mm, okay. Like the sound where you're closing the cash register. Like to register. Or Aquarius. Oh, alien noises, 100%. Robot noise, like blah, 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 blah. Okay, for some reason, I was like, ding dong. <laughs> I, why is it ding dong? It makes no sense. I don't know. Pisces. Well, I mean, Aquarius people don't make sense. So yeah, they don't. And Pisces is just the sound of fish, like blubbering, crying. Like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Oh, that works too. Bloop, bloop. That was very random. That was a very ADHD moment. <laughs> well, let's end it off. <laughs> oh God, people had to listen. They had to listen to this all the way up until this point, only for it to just be like, okay, we're gonna hang up now. Okay, well, so that's our Aries full moon chat. <laughs> <laughs> Very depressing and then random noises. So thank you for listening. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. We never know how to end these things. So just bye. <laughs>